If you're here for the second or third or possibly fourth or fifth time. Or a hundred and fourth time or whatever yeah, number you know, episode whatever. this is. Welcome back for coming back. If you're new, hi. <laughs> it's me, Nicole. It's me, Tessa. And Kim is here. As Kim. As Kim. Again. Well, we talk about Cloak and Dagger. Oh, shh. For Father's Day. Yes, this is the Father's Day episode. So we have a dad and... Um, his hero dad. Yeah. A real dad and a fake dad. <laughs> a real of. dad and Kinda. a fake dad. He's my fake child from my fake loins. <laughs> and before we get into Cloak and Dagger, it's time for Doombest. Do it. We want to say thank you to another new patron. Another one. George <laughs> Collins from the Whomst podcast. Whomst? Thank yeah, Exactly. <laughs> thank you for joining us. And if you also just can't get enough, just can't get enough of Doom Generation, get, get all the bonus audio and more on our Patreon, starting at only two dollars per month. Only two. Patreon.com forward slash Doom Generation. Follow us on Instagram at Doom Generation Pod to see all our photo edits. Uh, and we got merch over at doomgeneration.threadless.com. Check it out. Check it. So Cloak and Dagger. Cloak and Dagger, secret movie. Haven't seen this in a long time. And this was an early childhood yes, favorite. Like I feel definitely. like I hadn't seen this since I was 12. I believe so. I was chasing down my kid, my husband, because my husband Come had never seen this. it. I know, my husband has. <laughs> I was like, this was fucking made for you. Right? Because there was nothing like this made for us. Where was our fucking adventures? We got to be Lady Ace, apparently. I guess. The we got to go along kick. for the ride and get yeah. fucking kidnapped. Great. And almost get blown cool. up. Yeah. Cool, cool, totally cool. Totally cool. Sure. <laughs> but then again, he got way more traumatized than well, she did. Well, <laughs> I mean, sure. little Henry Thomas. He is so good at being traumatized. He is if you so, guys, like... If you haven't seen the audition tape for E.T., Oh my if god! You want to cry? Oh my if god! You've been looking for that thing to push you over the edge. You're like, <laughs> man, I really need edge. to get some tears out, and I'm or having. Some. A, I'm. I can't get them out. Watch that. Watch that. Yes, you will cry. And maybe at the end of this movie, you will, because I did. I did too. I. God. I. Shit. 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 You may have noticed there was not a quote in the beginning of this episode. Because we that couldn't fucking find because one. Because this movie is old mm. and not super popular, apparently. And YouTube did not have a ton of material for well, us to use. They did, but it kept cutting off, which we were going to use was Jack Flack Always Escapes. Which will probably be the episode title. You'll know before. You'll, you'll see know because we'll figure it, it out. Yeah, I don't know. That's what we were going to do. But we, we could not find anything on YouTube of him saying Jack Flack Always which Escapes. Which they say it. Multiple they say it like fucking three times. or four times, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so yes, Henry Thomas was my first crush. Oh, he's so fucking from ET. E. He's so adorable. He's, he's so like adorable. The cutest thing in the fucking world. And this is available nowhere to watch. By the way, no. you got to rent or buy this film. Mm -hmm. But I believe it's Vinegar Syndrome has a really cool 
Yeah, they were the ones that came out with that whole situation that was rad as fuck. So the cast. We have Dabney Coleman, my dad. (laughs) (laughs) Hal Osborne slash Jack Flack. Jack Flack. Henry um, Thomas. Little Henry Thomas is Davy, little Davy Osborne. Christina Negra as Kim Gardner. Which she looked familiar to me. And then when you informed me, that she, she was, was the best friend of Evie on Out of This World. You might be swinging on a star. You guys remember that? Her dad was in a cube. Yeah, well, he, he was, was an really, alien. But was, she communicated with him. And she could do that thing cube. with her hands. She and could stop freeze time. time and shit. Right. God, I wanted to be Evie. I so wanted bad. to do that. I would try it. I still try it sometimes. Oh, my dad's Just in a box see. in my closet. Is that the same <laughs> as in a cube on my Does bed? he talk to you? Oh, Fuck. Does I it do, light up? I should get a light up cube to put him in. Oh, fuck. pretend like he was a good dad. <laughs> <laughs> he just had to go because he lived on another planet. <laughs> Wonder why I liked Out of This World so much. <laughs> <laughs> we got William Forsythe oh, as shit. Morris. Wow. Okay. <laughs> move right just along. Ignore all that. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. William Forsythe as Morris. Uh, Michael Murphy as Rice. Jeanette Nolan as Eunice McCready, which they never even say her name. I don't. I think. don't know if they do or not. And John McIntyre as George McCready, and they were married in real life for like fifty six yeah. years or something for a long ass fucking time. And they both had something to do with the original Psycho. He played the sheriff, and she was oh. the uncredited voice of Norma Bates. Oh shit! And writer Tom Holland also wrote Fright Night, Child's Play, yep. and Psycho 2, yep. which was directed by the director of this movie as well. Excellent. Excellent. So we got a lot Excellent. of Psycho. Plus, of Henry Thomas good. later played Norman Bates. Oh, did he? Yeah, he played Norman Bates in something. A oh. newer Psycho or a series or something. Oh, yeah. He sure as fuck did. Yeah. <gasps> it's all coming back to me now. You can't be making me spit my drink on myself <laughs> when we're like Don't do three it. minutes Don't into this it. episode. Don't do it. And like these two, I, they're the cast of it's right? They're part of that. Right? I mean, we'll get there eventually, but them they're eyebrows not Satan. suggest. We're as far as I know, but maybe that's why she only got three fingers. I'm telling you that's she why she only has three fingers. I'm telling Lord. you, George McCready's got pierced ears. He really gives me, what's he, his name? Very Roman much Castavet. so, yeah. Uh-huh. I had to double check. Like, that's not the same actor, right? His name is Adrian. No, it was not him. Well, no, I don't think it was. But yeah, it looks like him a lot. So this is a... Children in mm. Real Danger movie. Real fucking danger. Like, this is a movie that I remember watching a lot. Yes. And this was most definitely a kid's movie. This was not yeah. an adult movie that kids got to see. This was a kid's movie for 11-year-olds. Yeah. And this is, like, way beyond Goonies. Like, this is, like, oh, some yeah. real shit. I mean, yes, the Goonies were in real danger, well, but this sure kid is they getting were, but shot like, at multiple, with multiple times. Huge. It's girl, it's Texas. Right? It's that's what happens all the time. So we open up and now it's let's, let me preface with the with if I didn't already say so, I haven't seen this in it's been a long time. 30 years. I would say because you can't find it fucking anywhere. Mm-mm. That's the problem. Yeah. I, really I thought it was a it. Disney movie for some I reason. I did too for some reason. And I thought I would be able to find it there, and you can't. It's like nowhere. So that's why part of the reason why I haven't seen it in so long. So we open outside. Is this the Russian embassy? I'm guessing it's nighttime in Russia. There's guards. There's planes overhead. And he's like, oh, what the fuck is that? happening overhead. And bam. And oh, wait. Did we ever look up if the music was Brian May? Like Brian May of Queen? Oh, no, No, you said that. And I. 
it's a different Brian May. Oh, the guy who did the Mad Max oh, soundtrack did this. Okay, so it's not Queen yeah, Brian. But his May. name is also Brian May. Yeah, oh, okay. I know. I was like, what? What? Different Brian May. Okay. <laughs> I just saw him tweet something. But so yeah, this guard's looking around. He hears something overhead, and bam! Jack Flack lands on his back in this <laughs> American flag <laughs> this parachute. Super obvious, and it like. Right sucks back right up back into up the backpack it's all smooth and he strolls on all in all cool oh, yeah, and at this point i had forgotten already the whole dynamic of that jack flack is an imaginary friend like well, i was like is this a tv show he's watching or he's just imagining it i forgot I what it this was scene the was game like it yeah, was I, just like it was part of the game but i was thinking it was part of the atari game i had forgotten that it was like a role playing game that it was well like he goes through the whole thing he's got that super tight spy watch where he like yes he's got the and then he has like the blow dart cigarette yes, or something like the he spy like watch with the saw blade bulletproof beret that comes yes, up later where he like there's that hot chick in the doorway him. and like and like takes her out so yeah, we open with a sweet action scene with Jack right. Flack defeating all these Russian spies right. and getting whatever this briefcase is mm. and walking smoothly off. But as he's doing it, this gate starts to lower and some 12-sided die come rolling down the street. Yeah, or 20-sided like, die or whatever, whatever it was. Are. Like I was like, oh, fuck. Like it was, again, had all come back yeah, to me. Yeah, I had like, totally forgotten about that. It was so long that I had seen it. I was like, oh my God, I remember. I remember. <laughs> and you realize it's Davy and Kim playing a role-playing game. Right. And he's rolled the, the dice at the little figure and Jack Flack escapes again. Right. He and they're escapes. hanging out with this... With Morris, who's an adult man, man. In his store? Who owns a gaming store? I guess in the mall. The Gatekeeper's Inn or something like that. Or the Gamekeeper's Inn, I think it was called. Yeah. Something like that. But yeah, he hangs out with an 11 and 8-year-old. Yeah, of course, because that's cool. It was 1984. It was the thing that everybody did. Everybody was doing it. It He was the only guy they could find who would play role-playing games with them. (laughs) Probably. That was, like, not weird. Right? Because it never seemed like, until I thought he was a double-crosser. For a second, like Morris was never weird. He was no. just weird in general. Yeah, <laughs> he was. He was your classic neckbeard in the 80s. Oh, for sure. And like for it to be that William Forsythe, mm-hmm. like that's not a weird guy. Like he's weird looking, but like mm-hmm. he's not a weird guy. He always plays like a. He's usually a bad guy. Yeah, he's like a bad guy or a tough guy mm-hmm. or whatever. Like he does not ever. He's never this dude with his fake. Coke bottle. Oh yeah, they are clearly regular fake size eyes. Yeah, his eyes were not gigantic. regular size eyes. Size eyes. Size eyes. And so Kim doesn't want to play with him anymore because Jack Flack always wins, and right. like it's no fun you're if you're just going to win every time. You're going along like you're. I don't want to play. And Davey finds some walkie talkies, and Morris is like, "Look, you guys want a real assignment? Right? He's like, send us on a mission. You got your bus passes. You eleven and eight year old unattended children." This whole movie on is the about bus. the wonders of public transportation. Uh-huh. We're Get on the find bus out. alone. Go down yeah. to Textronics. Yep. Pick me up some new catalogs. Yep. Davey's like, no, I want something <clears throat> exciting like Cloak and Dagger, but for real. All right. Well, then once you get there, infiltrate the seventh level. Go to the food machine. Give, give me, me some Twinkies. Twinkies. <laughs> There's a secret message inside. Don't right. let anyone see you. Right. So they take the walkie-talkies, which are brand new to his store, like, to yeah, be he's sold. Like, I just got these. Don't break them. Yeah. 
And he checks his bag for weapons. He's got his little grenade, which is like a softball. Uh, yeah, it's a softball with his entire fucking name on it. His gun that he fills is like a water gun. He fills <clears> with monster blood. Right. And it's like this is before they had to put them orange tips. Yes, on it. it just looked like a real fucking pistol. Mm-hmm. Right. And he takes his little Jack Fleck. And these are small children out here running the streets. Yeah. All by themselves. Catching the bus. And it's going to. Yeah, it's San Antonio, Texas summer. This is where we hear mm-hmm. what it what it is, fine, or where right, right. see where they are and when it is. So this is why they're not in school. This is why these right, children right. are just unattended, <laughs> roaming the San Antonio. Well, streets. dad works a lot. Her mom works a lot. Like I don't know what to tell you. Right. I don't know what to say. So once they get to this big building, it's mm-hmm. like a multi-level building. They have to go up to the whatever floor. Like the kid takes the gun out. He runs out. Just okay. You are the worst super spy. I know. You just ran in front of the security guard with your little pistol out running through this building. Yeah. All obvious. Yeah. I mean, that's foolish. And he approaches them and kind of questions them, but he does not even ask about this gun. No, but well, because Kim is like, well, we're looking for whatever on. Textronics. Yeah. Like, and he's like, oh, go to the seventh floor. Like, she's keeping it cool. Yeah, she's a she maintains one. as like the younger child as a baby, as an eight year old, as a baby child. Yes, she's out here explaining this shit because she has to take Davy with her. And these two goons are out here standing by the elevator, and Davy notices that the big one's got a real gun. Right, but first he tells her like, "You take the elevator." Right, so he's gonna take the and stairs. I'm gonna take the stairs because we can't go together. But they see these guys, so he stops her from getting on the elevator with these guys. Right, and then he l- makes her take the next one. Then he hits the stairs. And like he is the worst at being incognito. He's slamming this softball all around this stairwell. Well, cacao, first of all, cacao against about- the wall. Can we talk about the outfit? Can we just talk about the outfit? Oh, yeah. Because so the he wore this that Henry Thomas throughout the entire 80s. I swear he's in this shirt in The Quest. He wore it in E.T. I don't remember any other movies he no, was in, but, but I think he wore in it those three time. movies. He's wearing it right now. Right now Henry in 2023. Thomas, Henry sir, Thomas, are you wearing that shirt right now? Are you now? wearing a red and blue Do you have a polo? red backpack on you at this moment? He might. So, yeah, he's got all of this stuff on that's like, and he's banging this ball around. That's his bomb. Right. And he calls her on the walkie talkie. Like while she's right in front of a bunch of people. Like you are the worst at being a spy. He is not incognito at all. And he intercepts some other radio signal and hears some shady dealings. Right. And he's like, did you hear that? And she did not. And then he continues to go and then he looks out the window again because on the other side it's like mirrored. Mm -hmm. So he can see himself and he can see what's going on on the floor above. And at this point, so this is where he Jack Flack has materialized out of thin air Mm -hmm. and is talking to him. And I was like, oh, I forgot Jack Flack was drop dead Fred's dad. Yeah, because this right? is kind of this it's story. It's like his imaginary friend who he, like, gets him into up. fucking trouble. Right. Only real, real, real trouble. fucking Not trouble. Not just mud pies. Well, and that's why the whole thing falls apart later is because... Jack Flack is not really an adult. Like he doesn't make good decisions because he is also an 11 year old child. Yes. (laughs) And so he's looking at his reflection and he sees above him in the building, these goons hassling some dude, beating him up. They see, he sees a gun, they pull a gun, they chase him out and he hears the commotion in the stairwell. Here's a shot. And then suddenly in the door above him, right? That, Door opens and a guy in a lab coat comes tumbling down like the stairs. A splash of blood. Just one. Just a singular tasteful splash. Down, just a very tasteful Mondrian <laughs> slash. 
Um, he stumbles down the stairs and tells him, like, hands him this video game of cloak and dagger. Right, right, right. And, and like, whatever happens, don't let them get it. Tell the FBI, and he says some number like one million two hundred and fifty nine yeah whatever. thousand or three hundred fifty nine thousand or something. I wrote it down. I can't see it now though. I don't know what the fuck it is. And he tells him <laughs> to run as these guys come out and shoot him again. Right, and they're just like pop pop pop. Just yeah. they like take the guy out, then they see this. And he falls kid down the like, stairwell in this busy building, like nobody at the uh, bottom floor really saw no, this or well, heard this. Well, because they were able to like move him off. Yeah. Because he so, comes out, like, he comes running out of the thing, and he's like, help murder. Yeah, please, please. And right, the guard right, right. takes him seriously oh, at there first. Oh, it is. 1,329,000. Okay. That was it. And the guard runs in, but the body's already gone. So they're like, He's like, what are you fucking playing at? You're going to have to stay here and talk to the police. Right. And, like, um, Jack, Jack is telling him, like, no, no, no. Like, you don't betray your source. Don't tell him about the cartridge. Right. Don't tell him about any of that. And the ball he dropped has his full fucking name on it. Yeah. And Mr. Rice finds this ball mm-hmm. with his full fucking name on it and puts it in his pocket. Right. And the city of San Antonio police brings the kids home. And, like, she just gets to go. Like, An they don't eight-year-old ever talk to child. Her. They, they did never not make talk sure. to her prom. They say, are you going to be okay? And she goes, I have a key. Yeah. And they're so they like, didn't even cool. verify an adult was home. Nope. Yeah, like her mom probably wasn't home. She was because she was in trouble. Remember when oh, she got home that's later right. the next day? She, she said she was in trouble. Yeah, like how'd you get home? The cops, like, and she didn't want yeah. to speak to them or like whatever. And you meet Davy's dad, who is Jack Flack. It right. is also Dabney Coleman. Yes, and there is never any mention of this. No, never is nope. it going to be brought up that they're his the hero same. is his dad. Nope, not like, really. You get like, it. They don't, yeah, like, but you get it, but, like, whatever. He doesn't acknowledge it. Like, it almost makes me think about, because, like, the way that he talks to him and that he tells him, like, you know, we got to talk to your therapist. Like, mm-hmm. you're talking to Jack Flack again. Like, I'm worried about you. Right. It's almost like um, Bastion's dad. But, yes. like, if Bastion's dad loved his son. Yes. Because he's he's firm like, and he's tough, trying. but he like, is he doesn't more know what loving. To do. Like, he's just disconnected. Like, he doesn't. Because, yeah, he go, he's, like, trying to help him. So, like, he doesn't right. believe any of this. Because, no. of course, the cops have said there's no evidence that any of this happened. Here's your right. son. And he also was being really obstinate about telling us where he lives or right. who he is. Like, or, if it wasn't for the little girl, we would never have known, yeah. like, how to get him home. Like, it's kind of a problem. And he's like, well, his mother died. Yeah. He's going through a rough time. He's going through a rough time. Like, we're working on it. I don't know what to do. And I'm I'm just, try- I'm just trying to And he at least does in. go up to talk to him. And right. while he is stern he still he gives him a hug right he he lets him come sleep in his bed well even before that like davy says them dread words i'm like i hate you mm-hmm. it's like oh now son i know you don't mean that mm-hmm. but you know like i'm gonna take all your games away from you anyway well first he tells him like he tells him the whole story he tells him what the thing is with the game cartridge yeah and he's like, and he's like let me, me play with it uh uh, someone died for this. Like, let me at least play and with it. And he does. Right. But he doesn't, he only gets like the third level or yeah, something. Yeah, he doesn't figure like, out no. what the secret is. No, like turn it off. And he, so he has a little moment. He tells him, I was just like you as a kid. I wanted to be a hero, but heroes don't just shoot bad guys. Right. They have to do boring stuff so I joined the too. Air Force yeah. to be somebody. That's the army. Be all you could be. And as he leaves, Jack comes out from behind right. the door. I knew he wouldn't know. Not like, too smart up. for a military yeah, man. Yeah, shut up. Uh-huh throws his action figure at right. him. 
And the phone rings and his dad tells him to answer and a man asks for him by name. And Is he's like, David yeah, it's G. me. Osborne? He's like, yeah. And he's like, good. good. And he's like, oh, dad, dad. And why did the, the guy not just hang up after that? He waited until the dad got on the phone to hang up. And why wouldn't he tell his dad? Because his dad says, what did he say? And he says, he asked my name. No, no he, didn't. he didn't. He knew you, your name. Yeah, exactly. Your you could have explained name. that better. You're a smart kid. Come on now. You want to be a super spy or not? Right, like this is bullshit. You already told your dad the whole scenario, mm-hmm. and like you told him you saw somebody got sh- get shot today mm-hmm. and murdered, and somebody just called right now and asked me, "Is this David G. Osborne?" and said, "Good," <laughs> in a really creepy way. And then as soon as you got on the phone, they, they hung, hung the up. fuck. Like, there's a better way to explain it for sure. Come on, Davy. But Dad does let him come sleep in his bed. Oh, that's the difference hair. between I him know. and Bastion's exactly. Dad. That's what I'm saying. It's like he's just disconnected. He loves his son. Bastion's dad didn't. No, not so much. He hated him. He was major dad. He was a major dick. Major dick. <laughs> so the next morning, Dad heads off for work. And now I don't know what time of morning this is, but later on, it's like 11.30 p.m. midnight and Dad is still at work. Yeah. He said he had a double shift. Oh, okay. I didn't catch that part. He has a lot of work to do to get something ready for something. So his whole plan when he leaves for his double shift is to leave the 11-year-old home unattended because you're a man now. Well, he's like, yeah, you you're big enough. handle like, okay. it. My son's almost 11. Would you leave him home for Hell like a 12 hour? fucking no. 12 hours? hour day or whatever? An hour? No. <laughs> a 12 hours? Absolutely fucking right? not. I would expect to get a phone call. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. I can't. I mean, like a bus pass? Run around downtown? Just with your eight-year-old little neighbor friend? No. Yeah. He's got an eight-year-old little neighbor friend. That's how I tried to entice him to watch the fucking movie. Yeah. Even though I lived in this era, I did not get on the bus. Mm -hmm. I rode my bike places. Mm -hmm. I walked places. I was off places where my parents didn't know where I was, but I did not get on a bus and go far enough to have to like... Well, there wasn't like a, a real like public transit system like where I was as a child. Like there was no... We I had wasn't the RTA like RTA at the end of the street, but it just never well, even occurred yeah, to but me like to get on the bus. It wasn't like a downtown situation where the bus was like if you go to San Francisco and all the buses right. are running all of the time. Like it's not like that. Yeah. So his dad's like, I made you an appointment to talk to the doctor tomorrow. Right. And he doesn't say what kind of doctor, but you, you presume know. it's you know a psychological. Doctor. Well, because he's talking to him too, like talking to both of them. Mm-hmm. So like he's trying to. Because he even admits to the cop, like, neither one of us are processing the death of right. my wife very well. Davey wants to go to work with dad, but he's like, you're a big boy. Maybe right. next week I'll put you in baseball camp. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's clearly what Davey wants. That's what he needs. Right. Well, he has the softball. Yes, that's true. He but it's, his, his, it's his bum. Yeah, his grenade. So Davy calls Kim on the walkie and she's like, nah, no. And now I'm surprised. She's so annoyed by all this. Why does she even have the walkie talkie right next to her on and ready because to go at breakfast? Because he's less boring than the yes, other that's boys. What she says. Like, we'll get like, to that much later at the end of this movie, but he's much Well, no, less she boring. says it right here. The mom asks about oh, is him. This it? And she says he's the only boy in the neighborhood who isn't boring. Right. And she's like, what about his dad? And well, no, like, she was like, did it. I teach he's you that? The type. mom was yeah. like, did I teach you that? Like, yeah, probably. And that's what she's like. Well, what's his dad like? Like, he's not your type, mom. He's in the army or something. And his, her mom's like, ooh. Hey, now. <laughs> Wait, but maybe he is. 
And the doorbell rings at Davy's house, and he puts the cartridge down his pants and goes to peek out the window. Right. And his ball crashes in through the window. Yep. And a guy just comes right The big goon just walks through the... Crashes through the door. He would have been slashed to ribbons. Right? No splinters? None, not at all. It just, like, he just walked through the, like, nice door. Yeah. That's a shit door. glass fucking door. It was like Oop. French doors. French door? French cut. <laughs> he didn't get no French he cuts. Did not. In the French door. And he goes it and unlocks it for the other it. goon. Davy runs upstairs, right. blocks his door, but he just punches it in. Right. He just, he's, that's what he does. That's why he doesn't get a name. But Davy's already gone. He yep. out the window. He's quick. You got to watch out. He knows what to do. I love where he puts like the little nightstand there. Like, yeah, it's so stop. small. I know. He's got his little football helmet laid on it there. He's like 10 pounds. Not even like a pound and a half. <laughs> and then Davy's walking around the mall with Jack and everybody's watching him talk to himself as yeah. he walks around the mall. <laughs> talking about whether or not they can trust Morris. Right. And he was like, well, don't tell him like, don't tell him everything. Right. Don't tell him everything. He's like, I trust him. He's my friend. And this when he says I trust him, he's my friend. I was like, why the fuck is Morris going to fuck him up right now? But no. But no, he, he doesn't. doesn't. No. He is mad he did not get his Twinkies, though. No, he's like, I want my Twinkies or my money. Uh-huh. Run me my check. Yes. But he realizes, so he opens his game cartridge. He shows Morris the cartridge. He opens it up and is like, oh, shit, oh, there is something going on in here. Hold on. This, this got a microchip. Chip. This little guy doesn't belong here. It's not supposed to be there. And whoever did this knows what they were doing. So he puts it back together and starts playing the game. Right, and he gets all wrapped up on it. Well, first he tells him it's like information, like you can yeah, send and he gives him that like number receive. the dying man gave him. Well, he tells him he's like he told me some number. He said it was thirteen like, million, like, yeah, like some, a million, something. one million three hundred, yeah. something like I don't know, something like that. So uh, Kim calls on the walkie, and she's like, "Are you alone?" Yeah, and he's like, "No." So he goes out and talks to her, and she's like, "I'm at your house." He's like, "No, you got to get out of there." The spies are there. Right, but the they already got her. The walkie. Right, they're like, we want to meet up and exchange Kim. Mm-hmm. Kim! We're going to exchange you for the cartridge, which they keep calling a tape. This whole episode, I'm like, what? what? I know. Kim thinks we're talking to they her. They keep calling it a tape. I mean, I guess. A, it's not really a... Well, but they were adults who didn't... The Atari Morris was new. called it a tape. Oh, Morris did too? Hmm. Henry... Henry... I. Davy called it a tape. I don't know. Maybe people call them tapes then. I don't remember. I mean, I remember they called Atari. it cartridge a lot of times too. Yeah, but or just like the game, but it was the cartridge. Really, it was never called a tape. I don't know. I don't know. So they send him. They want to meet at the Japanese Sunken Gardens at noon, right? Or they're gonna break Kim in half if oh, they don't geez. give him the tape. Right? That's harsh. Oh. oh, a previous game system had Sega cartridges had that were cartridges tapes. that looked like tapes. So maybe carryover. Maybe. But was that before or after Atari? Because this is Atari. Pre, pre-Atari, she it's said, I thought. Sega's previous console. Let me see. Previous oh. console. Or previous to Sega. I don't know. But Jack's telling him not to play by the enemy's rules. Don't give him the tape. Right. Get a new copy of Cloak and Dagger. Right. He encourages him to steal a copy of Cloak and Dagger from Morris's shop. He's like, I don't want to steal it. He's so good. Mm -hmm. He's such a good boy. And he's like, I don't want to steal it. But he's like, no, you have to like. Innocent little boy. Oh, he's. 
just precious, precious. He only does it to save his friend's life. Right. He's like, well, it's commandeering. Yeah, we do it all the time. Right. We have to have it. So, like, we need a ringer. So he goes down to the sunken gardens and, like, he fucking throws the thing in the trash right outside of where he's supposed to be. I know. Open this game somewhere earlier than at the place where the guys are watching you. Again, Jack Flack is not helping you with your spy knowledge. Well, because Jack Flack is really 11. Yeah. Really? So the so he's like he meets with Rice. He doesn't have Kim with him. He no. holds the game over the water, like you, you know, you're gonna go give her to swim me, or it. I'm gonna drop this in the water. And, then and he tells him to look up, and they've got Kim dig- dangling over, over the, the water. Right? He's like, oh fuck. So he wants to know why you want this game so much. He's like, don't worry about it. I'm a kid at heart. Yeah, me and my friends like to play. So they exchange. He lets Kim go first because D- right. Davy demands it, and right. Davy sets the cartridge down on the ground. And then he pulls his little gun out. Because Rice like lunges for him. I know. He grabs the game and then goes for him. Right. And then he like squirts him in the face with the monster blood. Oh, yeah. Atari came out before Sega. Okay. Well, then I don't know. Um, Maybe I couldn't see it as well as I thought. (laughs) And so he squirts him in the face with the monster blood and he and Kim run off. Right. And like he tells them to go. And then he looks at the back of the cartridge and sees that it's from the Morris's shop. And he's like, oh, fuck, this isn't this isn't the right one. Get him. So they get on the bus right in the nick. Right in the nick. They get on there and like the guys are out there and they're like. Like why wouldn't the bus driver have also just let them on the bus? He waited for I those mean, kids. I mean I feel like that. Well he waited for the kids but if the kids would have been like. Like if they saw two grown men I don't know nobody else seemed to give them, a shit about these grown men chasing true, them. That's true except for like the other kind of bad guys. Yeah. And uh, how lucky that in all that big place the van was parked right behind right the behind bus Right behind the stop. bus. Right. I know that's what my husband was saying. He was like, "Oh shit, that's good that they're parked right behind." It's immediately <laughs> on their tail, and so Rice tells the goons they've got no further use for the kid. He wants the tape, right? Right. So right, the right. goon screws his silencer on, <laughs> and Davy's like, "I gotta get off this bus, right? I'm gonna be sick." Kim thanks him for saving her life. Yes, and like that's what he says. We have no use. So Davy sends Kim to Morris's. And Davy is like, I'm going to be sick and jumps off the bus. And this shot from like yes. inside the bus where you could see him running mm-hmm. through the thing and them chasing him. Like, do they not see this shit when right? the bus this driver sees van this child like run and almost up. get hit by this van and two goons jump out of this van with guns? And the kid on the bus is yelling, run! Yeah, run, run Davey! Yeah, yeah. The bus driver is like, oh, I don't. And they're stop just here. shooting wildly. Sure, in the daytime. it's fine. Yeah, no, it's whatever. It's an- another day in San Antonio, baby. I guess so. <laughs> so Morris is still trying to find the secret in the game. Right. He makes it to the number, the one million three hundred twenty-nine. He was like, oh, and boom, that's the top secret message. Yeah, everyone is. It's a plans for an invisible bomber. Right. That's what it enhanced. Enhance. And Rice comes in. You hear a shot. He turns oh, him like he heard the bell that, ring and was like, I said I'd be right there. I said there. I'd be out there later. And it's like, pop, pop. And before we find out if Morris is dead, we're going to take a quick break. Do it. We'll be right back. And we're back. We're back. And little Davy is hiding under tables. <laughs> this couple is stay. like, please go away. I know. They're like, oh, he... <laughs> He's like, put me in contact with the FBI. And that guy picks up the salt shaker. Get Hoover on the phone. Right. He's like, Hoover's not in charge anymore, honey. Like, can Hoover's you go? dead. Yeah, Hoover's dead. Can what you- next? Yeah. Can you go? 
Um, so the goons are still looking for him, and Jack sends him to like a more crowded area. Right, like, he's like, go where there's the more people. The more people, the better. So they go down to he That's goes like, where the ride. boat is. Yeah, like down yeah. the canal or whatever. So he gets his ticket. The goons follow him. And at first you're like, oh, thank goodness. They can't get on the boat. They've reached maximum capacity. Right. They have to wait for the next one. It's like, oh, shit. They want to be on that one. But like, nope. The they get to go. loses her wallet. Oh, so they fuck. get on So her and her boat. husband get off the boat. Alvarez and the big goon get on the boat. And they could not be more obvious I'm that they are saying, trying to get to this child. Like, what are you going to do if you get to him on the boat? Nobody. Nobody notices that any of this is going on like he he could stand up at any moment and say these perverts are trying trying to look at my dick yeah anything i mean whatever you want this guy's got a a commotion yeah he showed me his knife and now he wants to show me his dick help me but he's this nice old lady seems to spot what's happening right she's like hey Elbows her husband like, what's going what's on, going over, on there? over there? Like, we need to find out what's happening. So she grabs him and sits him down between the two of them. And asks him what's wrong. And he's like, you're not going to believe me. He's like, try me. This man's trying to kill me. He's like, oh, she's like nonsense. Looks like a pervert to me. Yeah. She tells her husband, we got to do something about this. Right. And so, like, the... Uh, Alvarez tells the big goon to call fire. So yeah, he makes a commotion, says the engine's on fire, and people are like jumping I off the know. boat. It's like a big old situation, and here comes Alvarez. Yeah, he's coming at him. him, and Davy leaps to the shore right, right. as he comes he at him with this on, knife. Like, a paddle boat, and then like onto the shore and runs away. And the goons are stuck on the boat as yep. he escapes. Yep. And he's like, "It's not even nothing's on fire. Like, sit down. Yes, please get back in your seat. Jesus." So Davey goes back to the game place and finds Kim crying in the back because there's a bullet hole through yep. the computer. And she Morris isn't there, but this is what she's found. And Davey's like, nah, Morris is too smart for them. Mm. We'll find out. I don't know. We'll see. So they go back to, is it Textronics? Is that the building? So yeah, he tells her, go tell your mom to call the police. I'm going to go find Rice and stop him. But right. I have no plan whatsoever. <laughs> Right. And like, do you think they really made little Henry Thomas run out into traffic? Because I do. Because it sure did look <laughs> like he did. So this imaginary friend. He's like, it's like, go. yeah, just go. Just go out into heavy traffic. And right. just if you keep walking, they won't hit you. Sure. Like, it's probably fine. They probably sent little Henry Thomas mm-hmm. out into traffic. Like, no one's going to hit a kid. You've They'll got that stripey shirt. They'll on. recognize you from They'll ET. You. That's why they leave him in the same shirt. They're like, we need them to know <laughs> you're that kid from ET, so they don't run you you're over. That kid from Frog Dreaming. Yes. So he goes to the parking garage at that first building that all of this happened in. Right. They go to look in the. They find trunk. Mr. Rice's car, mm-hmm. and they open the trunk. Oh shit! Morris is in there. He did. He did. And Jack and Jack is very flippant about it. I Just know. Like, like yeah, well, get in I... there with the dead body. Oh my god! Like poor little Davies. Like he was my friend. Like, and like that... he does not give a shit. Like oh, he no, was weak. He... I, yeah, he's like this is fucking some massive trauma. And then this memory of two of him being in the trunk with the yes, dead body. With the dead body. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. This is a children's. Mm-hmm. movie never was it ever advertised as anything other than a children's film and it's all murder 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 there's murder, so murder, many murder. we never did look up the body count there's quite a few there's quite a few there's at least half dozen well there's several times that i'm pretty sure that little henry thomas was maybe actually in the line of danger yes so um he gets in yes. yeah he gets in the trunk but he doesn't close it all the way he just holds it down 
Right. And like, it's so it's so obvious. It really is. And like, Rice does not notice. No, of course not. Because Jack's standing in the way. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and um, so he gets in. He drives off. Um, the car stops and they're exchanging the, 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 the here's they're exchanging this cartridge for money well, with they, spies. They're dropping the goons and uh, the other dude. They're dropping him off at the Alamo to do the drop. Right. Yeah. Is this where, and like he's they're outside of the trunk. Right next to the trunk, talking about what they're going to do. Th- throughout mm-hmm. this whole movie, they have to stop and explain at every single moment What's what happening. these bad guys are finna do. And every this, time. And this is where you find out that one of these spies is missing fingers on their yeah, right Yeah, they're like, hand. how are you going to know? They're like, I don't know. They're missing a couple fingers. So Davy hops out of the trunk <laughs> while the goon is in the car. So hilarious to me he hops out of the trunk the goon sees that the trunk is open mm-hmm. and this is a busy it's the alamo it's a busy there's a dude tourist, parked right right behind, behind him. him in the horse and carriage yes. and he gets out like oh fuck there's that dead body like and the guy i think he saw because he, he was like, would no, not make eye contact with no the i goon. didn't he was like i didn't see nothing the horse definitely good, did but good. i didn't see shit yeah exactly <laughs> the guy gets out shuts the trunk like Ooh. nope yep so rice goes in and he is milling around Davy goes in to follow and did you see the thing about so the inside shots of the Alamo are not real because you can't shoot inside the Alamo Alamo. but this is like one of the only movies that that outside shot is a real shot of the Alamo Alamo. well I also had heard that either the sunken gardens or the river walk thing there in San Antonio that being able to film there was like a real get oh really to be able to do it was one of the other and i feel like it might yeah the, the alamo thing was a get for them to right. be able to film on the, the outside even yeah because that's i mean like i mean whatever i don't know like i don't know if part of the river cruise was the thing or if it was like yeah i don't know the sunken garden thing but part of that was like it wasn't a thing that you were able to do yeah just whatever so being able to do it was cool so Davy's stalking Rice around the inside of the Alamo, waiting <clears throat> to see what's he going to do with this case. And right. he runs He's into... To be cool. Well, no, he doesn't run into her. She runs into him. She's like, oh, look who it is. Yeah, so the old couple from the boat is there. There they are. She's like, oh, you ran off. What were you, seasick? And he, she's like, I think you need our help. Right, like... You need to tell us what's going on. But he sees Rice drop that case and he's just like, he's like he goes right for it. He runs. He makes a break for it. He grabs the case and runs out. They're like, stop him. He's taking the case. And the guard stops him. Yep. But the old people vouch for him and are like, no, no, no. no he didn't there steal was a anything. Mistake. He thought it was my case. I tell it's fucking Roman Castaneda. Yes. I told him to grab the case. He went to grab the case. I told him it was mine. I'm going to Dubrovnik. Are you sure that's Roman and not Dracula? What's happening? Right? I don't know. Got a little, or a little uh, ah, Van ah, Helsing, ah. or I don't know what's happening over here. Winds! <laughs> we got the winds happening. It's a blue inferno. <laughs> so the old lady takes Davy back to the car. Let George handle right, it. She's He's like, good at this stuff. Yeah, he can handle it. Take him back to I'm taking him back to the car. You talked to he she kidnaps him. Yes, puts him in the car. She's taking him, yeah, whatever. And like this was the part he's talking to Rice. Yeah. And like they're doing a switcheroo. They're like moving this bag around mm-hmm. and whatever. And this is where my husband goes, Oh, that guy was that was pretty cool of him to go in there and like distract him and get the case. I'm like, babe. Just wait. Wait. Give I me mean, like two minutes. Babe. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Give me like two minutes. I like haven't seen this movie in forever and I had forgotten. And as soon as I saw them, I was like, oh, oh yeah. 
So he goes back to the car and Davey's all upset. No, you let him have the case. And he's like, what makes no. you think so? Right. Why don't you look in that case? And he does. And guess what's inside? It's the Cloak and Dagger Atari tape. And they're like, what's this all about, young man? And he right. starts to tell them there's these spies. Right. Getting these secrets, and all I know is one of them has two fingers missing. And, and she's like, How exciting! Like, That's weird. As she's taking off her glove, and she's like, Wow, three, three fingers! fingers! Which, like, okay, <laughs> that was scary as fuck. That was so scary because they're old and they're weird, and he's got those eyebrows, and she's got those hats. And when I was in the second grade, oh. I had a friend who I had been friends with for months. And all of a sudden, we're on the playground one day, and I notice she got one of these hands. Oh, she's got one. She got the three-finger hand. Yeah. And as a first or second grader, you know, you have no tact. Of course not. Just go, what the fuck <laughs> happened to your hand? Because I had been friends with her for months. I never noticed. But she was real good at like hand in the pocket, arms crossed. She like She did it on her pocket. She put that glove on with the five finger. No, she didn't do that. But she had one hand in her pocket. And I said something I'm sure really insensitive and was like, oh, my God, what happened to your hand? And she's like, I was born that way. But my first thought was, holy shit, bad guy, because. Well, I'm telling you, I had that one teacher who like, I'm pretty sure she did this shit on purpose. But she was missing like the two middle fingers, like at the knuckle. So she was like devil horns. At right. You all like the time. all the time. Yeah. But like if she wanted to talk to you she wanted to come over there and talk to you mm. she put her hand on your shoulder <gasps> <laughs> i don't even want someone with all five of their fingers to put their hand on my shoulder <laughs> she put her hand on your shoulder i'm already cringing when you got all your fingers and it reminded me of the witches when like the grandma is like oh yeah when she had that nub she was like i remember like that's what it reminded me of yeah, I never forgot the pulling off the glove and the reveal. Oh fuck! I was fingers. like getting so excited for it as soon as they saw it, and then when my something wrong, like, Davy. Like, I was waving my hand like this, and my husband like, "No, you idiot! It's them!" And so he tries to jump out of the car. They stop him. Such a clever little boy. Oh, it's a shame we can't take him to Mexico with us. But Rice is going to take care of Davy on the way to the airport, and then she just bitch chloroforms I this know, child. She's like, ah! Oh, first they have to tell them exactly what their entire plan yes. is. So for uh, first they got to do that because right. that's what everybody Going does. Going to Mexico, this. all this stuff. We yes. want you to know exactly which airport we're leaving from, what our flight number is. Yep. Here's our itinerary, mm-hmm. all of the things we're going to tell you before we chloroform you because we're just going to kill you. Yeah. Because my husband was saying that too. He's like, why are they telling him? Yeah. And I'm all because they're going to kill him. Well, why does when he wakes up chloroformed in this trunk with Morris, why are the goons out there waiting for, for the him chloroform to, wake up? to wear I know, off before to they kill, kill him? him? I know. Fucking weirdos. I know. And Rice is taking too long, so they go in to see what's the holdup and leave the keys in the ignition. Fuck. That's what I'm saying. That's why that idiot didn't get a name. Right? You don't deserve one. You're a big you don't goon. You get one. You're a big goon. So Davy pushes the back seat in, climbs into the car, and finds a car phone. Right. And he calls Kim. Right. Tells and her to get to the orp er, the, orp- the orport. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Interesting pronunciation, Nicole. The orport. The orport. <laughs> get to the it's like orp- use your bus pass. <laughs> yes. Use, use your bus, your bus pass. <laughs> and at this point, it's like <laughs> And at this point it's already like eleven PM. I know well, or no something. One's, no one's home. Nobody's no home parents still. Are home. There are no parents. Her mom a also shift. works a double She's shift. Probably a nurse. 
Maybe. I don't know. She get a nurse, a waitress, or such a stripper. I don't know. <sighs> she works nights. One of these things. And so then he hears the um, goons are coming back, and Rice is like, we already took care of the girl. I set a bomb in her house. Right, blow yeah, up again. Half tell- her neighborhood. The bomb will blow up half her neighborhood. Yeah. Really inconspicuous, Rice. Yeah, real cool, bro. Way to not draw no, any attention fine. or investigation nope. into this whole matter. Nope, this is good. Let's blow up half a block. Sure. In one hour. Yep. But so they th- have to talk about it. They have to yes. say out loud what the this plan is what is. we're going to do. Because sure. it's 1984. Sure. So they go to check on the bodies and Davey's gone. Oh, fuck. He was here like a minute ago. And yes, of course, he gets in the car. He drives it. And he probably. I'm saying we discussed have actually like because it's a Cadillac. Like, Does anybody know? Did Henry Thomas really drive this car? I feel like they let him do it. I feel like they let him drive this car. Because what like he wasn't going to get hurt. There was not like there was going to get an He's airbag. He's only going in the like face. 15 through He's this just parking garage. Against, yeah. I mean that Cadillac was pretty nice. Like I like that color. Was being the key was, word. Was, I know, until he like until they let little Henry Thomas drive it. And he like he can't see out the window so he's no, like he hitting the gas scooch. and then scooching up and then like sit the up and then scooch. scooch back down. Oh my god, the dream. That was like Oh, the memory. Yeah. I'm like, I want to drive a car. I got to drive in my stepdad's lap from the time yeah. I was younger than Henry Thomas in this movie. Yeah, oh, I got to do that yeah, too. Yeah, but not by myself. Remember when somebody drove into our house? Yes, I do remember that. When Tessa and I lived together, uh-huh. I wasn't home. You weren't, but yeah. And they, you luckily weren't in your room, right? Yeah, because it, it was right. It, well, it didn't go through the but house. But a teenager but it, drove their car into our apartment. A teenager was messing around in the car and they drove around in the drive it they was were like just driving around in the little lot. parking yeah. lot or something and went over the little curb thing yeah like boop, instead boop. of the brake hit the gas and yeah just vroom, right into our into wall side yeah right into my bedroom. pushed her bed out from the wall and yeah. everything and i worked nights i would have been sleeping but i was yeah. off i didn't have to work lucky 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 ducky so yeah he'd be ramming into all kinds of shit he'd be the, like just they're chasing him on foot he's careening down the street and what's sure. left of this car i know he hits that construction and it's finally he has That's to stop because right. all this shit falls on the car right right but he calls kim from the car and no answer oh, so he right. calls she's her on the lucky she's at the bus stop and she can't hear him it's literally beeping it's beeping in her ear yep that's where the bomb yep. is yep. she he tells you about a backpack and he tells you about a bomb and the beeping didn't she didn't she couldn't hear him i don't think Really? Because I could. Oh, no. But like she could hear the beeping. She could hear the beeping for sure. That's what I'm saying. It didn't tip you off. Right. And they let her into the airport with a beeping. It was 1984. I know. I know. But still, surely things like that happened at the time. She was a child, I guess. Like who would suspect? Little Kim. The goons have spotted them and he tries to call his dad, but Jack drags him off. Right. He's like, don't call. Like he's not going to help us. And he runs to a phone booth and calls his dad like. Come on, they're you know they're right. He tells them what's going on. He's like, I'm not even home. I'm in a phone booth. We have to get to Kim. She's got a bomb on her. Like she went to the phone booth. They're spies. Like we got to get the thing. And he's like, Davy. He's not concerned until he gets he mowed hears down. the fucking phone booth get mowed down by this van. Right. And luckily, Jack Flack is there to pull him out of the phone booth. Else yes. he would have gotten smattered. And this big goon just like killed himself. He just like rams through the phone booth into this store window and rams himself right? through the window and is just dead that's, on the dashboard. I guess like that's why he didn't get a name. One goon down. That's it. That's all you needed. So now we just have Rice and Alvarez to deal with. And Jack wants Davy to take the gun, but he's like, nah, and he runs off. Right. Or he won't take yeah, the, like the first he, or goon's no, gun. That's, 
He'll, oh, yeah, he takes the second one, but he won't right. take he the won't first guy's He won't take the first guy's gun. gun. That's right. He does mention it before. So then dad, of course, runs out. He goes home. Well, first, Kim, eight years old, 1130 oh, right. p.m. Yes. On the bus. Yes. Alone. The bomb clock is at 35. Bomb in her backpack. Yep. Almost 36 uh, and minutes. And real time was 32 minutes left in the movie. So it was okay, pretty so close. Okay, so it was pretty close. Yeah. Davey's running back through the park he was in earlier, but now it is empty and dark. Yeah, he's And this is where they pull like, out this big ass this assault weapon. So like Alvarez pulls out this case and opens it up and puts together all of these bits and this gun, this massive fucking murder weapon. Yes. And then hands it off and then takes a tiny pistol out of his jacket. And like f- to shoot an 11 year old. What? You need this weapon. I, it'll be. And fucking Jack Flack, he's this is all a game to him still. I know. He, well, Come on, take the bad guys out. Let's right, do the crossfire gambit. Yeah, he's like, what you remember. always wanted. Cloak Fuck, and dagger for dude, real. It, yeah. Because like, like I'm saying, like Jack Flack is also an 11 year old boy. Like he yeah. doesn't, he's also a child. He's not making grown up decisions. He's not a real adult. But he's got to do it because if he doesn't save Kim, who will? Yeah, well, that's kind of true. So now he remembers the crossfire gambit. He hides in the shadows. Under the bridge. And they probably really shot a rat. Probably, yeah. The goon thinks he sees something in the shadows and shoots a rat. Yeah. And like... He runs out, calls for Rice, who fires at him, but he runs right past Alvarez. Right, and like... That, causing it's because of that fucking gun yeah. that brrrat, and, and he, he just, outruns it bitch did you see that yes. shit it's like on his heels the speed Sparks. of an 11 year old he's the fastest kid alive he's the original sonic the hedgehog he must be lucky they didn't knock the rings out of his head exactly and so um so yeah he shoots alvarez right shoots alvarez and he's coming for him he's like and davy's like i don't want to play anymore my dad right. was right like, like this is not this is not fun so jack's like get this dude's gun get this little pistol so he finally takes it he runs off but he gets stuck in a dead end right Rice he's like don't go corner. that way it's a dead end but that's where he's gone so now oh rice has a corner thomas with these trauma eyes, with this little backed up against the wall with his tiny little hands around this gun, like what's he going to do? That murder weapon. Like he, he's yeah. going to be a fucking grease spot. There's not yep. going to be anything fucking left. And Rice thinks this is still the squirt gun. So right. he is not intimidated at no, all by not this. He's coming at him, reloads his clip. He, he busts the fucking magazine out and then just tosses it with his fucking fingerprints and everything yeah. into the... Yeah. There was no forensics. No, nope. I guess not. No one's ever going to look in there. No, not with all these bullet holes everywhere. Right. And so he's coming at him talking about torturing him to death for being yes! a pain in the ass. Basically, he's talking some wild shit at what? this child. And then Jack Flax sort of I don't know if it's that he became visible or if he just looked because I Davey looked Davey that way was and looking, was talking. Right. And he was like making the guy think that there was somebody there. But because he saw him as visible when he gets shot, it like hurts him. He tells him what a real hero would do. Yeah. And like he was like, no, the it'll deflect the bullets or whatever because it doesn't. And in it the does beginning. not. It does not work nope. on real bullets. He puts holes right through everything. The wall all the things and and at first Davey, it seems like he's fine well little davy's like no beep yeah shoots but like he one shot yeah so he kills da- little davy shoots rice and kills him he right. falls in the water jack reappears good work you won jack flack always escapes 
And Jack asks him how he feels, and he's like, it's not fair. You tricked me. You made me kill right. him. Right. I didn't want to kill anybody. I didn't want to steal. I didn't want to kill. And, and you made me do all of these things. He stomps on his Jack Flack figure. Right. I don't want to play anymore. Right. And now he's Jack wounded. is bleeding. He's bleeding. He's going to die. Get to the airport without me. Uh, you're the hero now. Yeah, you don't need the, me. Mm-hmm. You're yep. the best playmate I ever had. And then and he mentions the part where he used to play with his dad. So is this like about a playing d- cowboys and Indians with his dad? Drop yeah. dead Fred situation where like he's part of a he, like inherited imaginary him. friend group or something where he's just like that. And he only looks like that because that's his dad. I guess. And maybe his dads look like his dad. Never I don't know. know. It's all dads. It's Father's Day. Yay. <laughs> so he tells Davey to go get him a smoke and he fades <laughs> out. Where was he going to get one? He was going to pick a He went over there the to floor? look for his imaginary pack of smokes on the ground. It's kind of sad. That really is. And he fades out. But I guess out. he got him to turn around before he yeah. fades out, fades away. But he can still hear his voice telling him to save Kim. Right? So do it, Davey. At 1142, the walkie is literally beeping as she walks into the airport. Alone, eight years yep, old, at walking into the airport at night, and her mom is just at home, casually not her. that concerned. Finds well, she the got note that note and is like, "But is this real or is this just is one of Davy's little games?" Davies. Yeah, like Dad goes to Kim's house. Yeah, so yeah, he shows up there. Like, where's the kids? And she's like, "I thought they were at your house, right?" Like, no. At midnight, your eight-year-old is at the twelve-year-old boy next door's sure? house. You weren't sure? It's 10 p.m. Do, Do you, you know, know where, where your, your children, children are? are? No. no. <laughs> this is why this commercial existed. This it's was real. 10 p.m. This is the most they real part know. of this movie. Seriously. That and a kid having a gun that looked really real that was fake that they were shooting adults with and randomly. And them running the streets and, use, and yes. being latchkey kids. All mm-hmm. of that was very, very real. Mm-hmm. So she shows... <laughs> The dad, this note about the airport and the police, and he calls right. the police, gets that lieutenant on the phone. She set this shit up just so she could meet him. He f- he finds out two men are dead at the river and that they were shooting at a kid Davy's age, which means there was witnesses. Right? Who was watching Who this saw happen? That shit? They're dragging the river for the body of some his janitor son? is just like watching all this He's take like, place. Hey, I don't get paid enough for this right? shit, man. And like, did you notice when Davy's looking for a cab driver? That first one was Louis Anderson. Yes. Yes, I did. And you saw the one that took him was Nicholas Guest. Yes. I was like, is that Christopher Guest's brother? Yes, it sure it is. is. And he's a good guy. He, he was very him. nice. He's like, what are you saying? I got shit to do. Whatever. He's like, I'm, it's on my way home. Sure, I'll take I you there. Well, well, he turned his thing back on. He was like, I guess I'll go back to work now. That was yeah. fun. So he takes him back to the airport. And so Kim's already there. She's trying to tell airport security about the spies. Right. And they're like, nice. Little like, girl, you got to stop the plane minor. from boarding. And they're like, no, you need to go talk to our supervisor. <laughs> right. What's happening. And you and now what did the old people throw in the trash? The gun. The gun. Yeah, they put the gun because I guess apparently even in nineteen eighty four you couldn't, couldn't get take on a gun the on the plane. Florida Mexico the plane to Mexico City with a gun. So, so Davey makes it to the airport and he tries to call on the overhead for Kim to come to the info desk, but and she's, she's in talking that, to the cops. Yeah. She's like, Did they just call my name? I think they just called my name. But he sees that the plane is boarding, so he runs off, sees this old couple trying to run. Or trying to get on, and he right. runs, and he goes like, "Mom, Dad, don't leave me." Smart, yes, that was smart. And the guard is like, "Excuse Wait a me, minute. folks, Hold on. we're gonna like, need to straighten this out." Do we look like we have a kid? He's like, "These are my parents. Look, if I can you look prove in that it. Camera bag, you'll see one of my game tapes 
cloak and dagger. It's in that camera bag right there. And they look and they find it. Well, he wants to see it. And George is like eyeballing this officer's gun. Right. And Kim comes out of the room right at the same time. And like George goes for the gun. He grabs Davy gets the bomb. The old couple grabs him and drags him off into the tarmac. Onto the plane. Yeah. Yeah. They get on the plane. And now it's a hostage situation with the walkie. With the cartridge, with Davy, and with the old couple. And Dad and Kim's mom have arrived, and they have the police there. Right. Everybody's there. It's like a whole situation now. And so now the cops know, oh, no, this is legit. These people are wanted for selling state secrets and video game cartridges. Like, right. we looked it up now, and yep. this now is actually like a thing. thing. Yeah. The old man, like, kneecapping dudes, like, his dad thinks, like, his kid is dead. It's all fucked up. But they hear there's a hijacking, so they take off running. Right. And Kim's mom finds her. She's just, yeah, like, she's like, still oh, hanging shit. out in yeah, the airport. Like, he's like, Davey's on the plane with the spies. And if they don't get a pilot to fly them to Cuba, they're going to kill him. Right. And he's like, I could do it. The dad's like, I'll be the pilot. I'll go. I'll do it. And so he goes, Davy's in the plane already trying to fix this bomb. Trying to defuse the bomb. He has no clue what to do. He's There's just less than pulling three minutes. shit out of the, pulling wires and it keeps going. That, that's a lot. He could have just exploded them. Like pulling I know, them wires just by fucking random. with it. I wouldn't mess with no kind of Mm-mm. bomb. So dad gets on the plane. He's, he says he has to call the tower for permission to take off, but he grabs the cabin PA, which... This did nothing it's, because Davy like, did not recognize his no. dad's voice at all. He sure didn't until he, he said, this is Captain looking. Jack Flack. And even then, and he, even then he thought was it was like, Jack Flack. Yeah. He didn't really get it that his dad was the one saving the day until right. the end here. Because he couldn't see him either. He no. was looking and he couldn't see his face or yeah. like any of that stuff. So, so he anyhow. says, he, the dad's like, oh, I have to make sure he's all right before we take off. So she goes back to get Davy. And sees that he's left. She's like, you need to come up here to the cabin. And he leaves the bomb. And she sees now She's on like, the oh, seat shit. the bomb. Like, fuck, George! You need to get out here now. And, like, that's when dad is like, this is Captain Jack Flack. Like, we need to go come up to the cabin right, right. now. And so he pulls the plane forward, makes George stumble. Davy mm-hmm. runs into him. Lady tell The lady. <laughs> What is her name? Eunice? Eunice tells George to disarm the bomb, but he's like, he's like, I don't know how to do, do that. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm like, I sell state secrets. I'm right. not like, an I'm actual not a spy. Bomb diffuser. Yeah. And so um, with the plane still in motion, which I'm not sure why he didn't just stop the plane before he dropped this kid out the fucking window. Well, because he had to get it clear because this bomb is oh, going to go of the off. Bomb. Yeah, I guess so. So the dad opens up this little front window in the pilot area yeah, and drops so Davey out. Yeah, they want to smoke while they're flying the <laughs> right? plane. In the 80s, they fucking sure were. They weren't even opening Everybody the window. Was it was the just fucking hot box. Yeah, yeah. It was just hot box. But with nicotine. Mmm, drip from your skin like leather. So he drops Davey out onto the tarmac oh and Davey God, chases like, no. the plane. Well, like, it's and so, he's like, no, dad, I'm not going without you. And, like, they probably dad. dropped him out of a plane and he had to dodge that fucking landing tire. That fucking tire almost and got him. And he chases after the plane and the plane explodes. Oh, and you're like, no, and this is where dad, I started no. to cry. Oh, my God. I was like, I know what's going to happen. I know. Even but, though like, I when remember his dad is dangling him out of the window and, like, yeah. his dad ends up being the hero. He runs to him and they embrace because he oh, comes out of the his fire. Dad, he walks out of the fire. At first, he thinks he it's looks Jack. like it's Jack Flack. Yeah. But then he sees, Dad, that's my dad. And they run. 
they run to each other and they hug and he cried because I was like, man, they're going to kill his dad too. His mom's dead. Right? His dad's dead. And his He's got to go live like, with Kim. Jack Flack always escapes. Oh, I don't need him anymore. Squish, squish, squish. I've got you, dad. Oh, daddy is my hero. Adorable. Wow. Wow. So yeah, this movie doomed us to think it was okay to just be which it was to be out wild on the the streets streets, getting into fucking nobody will listen to you if you've got something to say like adults will not listen to you no no one's gonna pick up on the fact that you're being followed by grown adult men apparently not Oh, but yes, I loved this movie. Oh, it man. still holds it was up. So good. It was I was so not good. disappointed, even though it's no. been like thirty years. Since and I've neither seen was it. my husband. He ended up really liking it. He was like, yeah. "That was stupid," but I liked it. Like and it was. I feel like you either love this or you missed yeah. it. Yeah, there's nobody who watched this movie and went, "I hate the." I told him that I was like, "You like, didn't get no, to watch you this love it. when you were young." So like, you're not going to feel the same way about it. True. But I want to know where our fucking movies were, man. Where were the girl adventure movies? What did we get? Were there any? Pippi. Pippi. Yeah. And? Fuck. (laughs) Pippi. What the fuck else was there? Oh, Annie. Annie. Um, I mean, I guess. I don't know. I'm sure there were a few. We're going to have to think on that. I mean, like there was like the Goonies, but that was mostly boys. Yeah, and the girls didn't want to girls. really want to be there. Uh-uh. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to give that well, a think. Well, like, Kim didn't really want to be there. No, in she either. didn't either. But, I mean, she came through just because, you know, he was cute. And, and he wasn't boring. He was, certainly was not. He had her in espionage. Right. Oh, and then, but, oh, and we can't forget to talk about what we said before we were recording about what if his dad really did die uh, in the explosion. And that was just his... Right, imaginary that he like just figure. imagined him that he just because how did he, he get out of that out of plane? There? He said he wouldn't fit out that window. I don't know. And that he was went, blown. From those the... last seconds seemed like they took way too long. It was a long fucking time. Mm-hmm. It was a long, it was the fucking longest time. thirty seconds ever. And why wouldn't you just throw it out? Throw the bomb out. Yeah, the window. Ding dong! Don't throw it back on the chair. Ding what the dong? fuck is wrong with you, George? Ding dong! What's wrong? Ding. <laughs> With Throw you. Throw it out the Shit. damn door. Throw it out the door. Oh. Ding dong. Who's there? Open the door. Throw the bomb out. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of bombing, we don't have any yearbook signings Wow. This week. Nice segue. You guys. 702-720-DOOM. <laughs> guys. You guys. I'm not mad. I'm just really disappointed. Come on now. Come on If now. I'm your dad. If I'm going to be your dad, that's what I'm going to say. I'm not mad. I'm just really disappointed. By the time you're hearing this, it is now just past our two-year recording yes. anniversary. Call us leave us a message. <laughs> Let us know how much you've enjoyed all over 100 all, episodes that we have put out. All two years of this fuckery. Call us. Tell us. Or tell us how much you fucking hate it. I that to too. It. You hate us? You hate listening? Let us know. It. You hate listening? You're forced against your will to listen to this? Against your will? <laughs> against your will? <laughs> Let us know. 702-720-DOOM. Do it. And on that note, we'll talk at you next time. Later, Later Doomers. Doomers.